Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Who the hell am I? I'm a construction worker. After the bathroom, I said be right back. I'm a cop, you idiot! Pasta. Oh, I'm Detective John Kimball. Who is your daddy? Answer the question. And what does he do? Put that cookie down now. Welcome to a brand new episode of Into the Mister Universe. Mm. Uh, the show where we go through the multiverse of Arnold Schwarzenegger films or something. The show where we watch Arnold Schwarzenegger films. Yeah. And we talk about them. Right? That's what no, that's, that's correct. That's accurate. That is that is what show this is. Yeah. What what's your name? Oh shit. Hey. Uh my name is Raw Deal Ryman. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Raw Dave. <laughs> Raw Dave. <laughs> and we just wanna take a moment to thank our producer, Norm from Norm. Raw Cheers. Raw Norm. Norm from Raw Cheers. Raw Norm. Norm hey, Deal. Thank you so much for this. Thank you for Letting us watch the works of Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, specifically this 1986 movie Raw Deal that I hadn't seen. Had you seen, Tom? Um, if I had, I had no memory of it. Yeah, I, I, the- I keep I keep conflating this one with Red Heat is my issue. Uh, the, the John Belushi, the, not John, Jim Belushi one he did. Yeah, those are two. Mo- that's another movie I haven't seen. I don't know if we're covering that. Um, maybe we already passed it by. I don't know. I don't know. This is, but I'm this glad is, we stopped on Raw Deal. Me too. Uh, this is from the director of Ghost Story, the Fred Astaire film. Fro- Ghost sure. Story. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure is the word. Uh, this is. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna go through some sections, right? We have the plot. We're gonna talk about the plot. We're gonna go into technically not Arnold, which is we talk about him as a performer. Mm-hmm. What makes this Arnold uh, unique? Definitely not Arnold, where we talk about the side characters. The most Arnold, which, oh shit, I don't have anything planned for that. And then we're going to do a random rating system, or rather our, our regular rating system, yeah. I should say. Our standard um, rating system, yeah. Yeah, what is that? Uh, cakes with the word shit on it? Yeah, how many cakes with the word shit on it were flung at the wall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, um, many, how many shit cakes thrown at the wall? Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the plot, which is... This movie is about a bad cop. This movie is incredible. <laughs> this, mo- this movie is about... Uh, I, who gives a fuck what his name is? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what, what is, is his, his character's name in this I film? don't know. I have no idea. I don't right, want to Because he's undercover up. most of the time as a different character named, I think, Joe Bennett, right? Yeah. No, Joe Kaminsky? Brenner. Joseph Brenner. Mark okay. Kaminsky. Okay. His actual name is Kaminsky. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He is. Uh, he was a former Mark. FBI agent that got thrown off the force because he murdered a man in custody, or he beat him. No, he beat him ne- nearly to death for being a. Um, he says, and this is the hardest line for Arnold to say. This is so he says fucking. Incredible. He molested, mutilated, and murdered a little girl. But when he says it, boy, it's a struggle for he Arnold molested, to say those. Mutilated and murdered a little girl. Yeah. Um, what was I supposed he, to do? Let him keep his legs? Yeah. <laughs> Which this is movie, fine. This it's, movie it's like, oozes of mid-80s uh, 
we've been coddling criminals. Like it's this. Yes. Such, this is such a conservative power fantasy. But also, I fucking love it so much. <laughs> yes, it, it it's not just coddling criminals though, because so this is about Arnold Schwarzenegger, a a a, a renegade cop. Um, yeah, this this movie who, is about how much of a pain in the ass. Um, uh, oh, what is it? Uh, the fucking phrase has escaped me. Not civil rights. <laughs> but like just yes. rights, Be, it's, rights. It, what, just how much rights. of a pain in the ass like people having rights are yeah there's a there's a group of assassins due that process are all dressed, due process yes. yeah how much of a pain in the ass due process yeah. is. there's a there's a group of assassins that are all dressed like the mayor from jaws they go <laughs> out and and kill witnesses or something mm-hmm. um and uh the, the beginning just, of this movie is a lot like the, the like the the inciting act of eraser when like James yeah. Khan is sending his team to kill all the people in witness protection and I was like is eraser a low key remake of Raw Deal <laughs> it is not but no. like the opening scene where a bunch of hitmen uh, assassinate a federal witness in a log cabin is a scene from eraser yes he says so you want to be a witness witness this and shoots him and i was like he can't witness that i mean he does uh, though they shoot it's kind of a sweet shot like oh they, yeah they shoot him in the mirror don't they, they shoot him it's it's a shot from behind them uh while well, he's facing the mirror and you can see them in the mirror and they shoot him and the squib comes out the front of his head and shatters the mirror it's a cool shot it is cool um and then we cut to arnold set to blasting country music driving mm-hmm. like an asshole and i was like oh fuck uh, he's chasing a cop, but as we learn, it's a man impersonating a cop who he catches by lighting the road on fire. He sure does. Uh, we we come to learn that Arnold is the small town sheriff of this community. And I honestly, I could have just watched that movie. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, so he gets he gets pulled back in. He's a, He was a New York cop that beat a child. He was an FBI agent. An FBI oh, agent. oh, oh, oh. And like they do the thing where they're like, yeah, that's it's a child molester, and he murdered they, a kid, and they, it's like you'd beat him up too, and it's like, yeah, I would, sure. Right? They really, it's one of those movies where they want the character to have had a checkered past, but they don't want you to be mad at him at all. Yeah. So they create the most irredeemable ghoul for him yeah. to have hypothetically beaten up. Yeah, he beats up a straw man, and yeah. um, uh, not does. to say that he these people the, wouldn't. He exist. beats the fuck out of that straw man. Yeah. But what's funny to me is that as the movie progresses, I realize why he was fired <laughs> because it's like that clearly isn't the whole story. Mm-hmm. I don't think based on what happens. So they're like, you have to go undercover to um, join this like this 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 criminal ring. Um, well, hold on. The reason he has to go undercover is because his former mentor at the FBI, Darren McGavin. Yeah. Um, his adult son is murdered uh, right. during that witness protection program raid. Like his his son was one of the agents there that was supposed to protect that witness. Um, so he Darren McGavin is going outside the law to bring Arnold in in this undercover operation to infiltrate this crime family that that's been carrying out these hits and that killed his son. Uh, but only he knows about it. So it's kind of like um, shit that Scorsese movie, The Departed. Yes, it's like yes. The Departed. Um, where only Darren McGavin knows that Arnold's secretly a cop. Right. We also learn his wife is a alcoholic who's very bored uh, with her life. I, I want to get to her in the not Arnold section. Yes. She's wonderful. She's but terrific. The key, the key thing is he has a wife. And I bring that up because 
So he's got to go undercover. So naturally, you fake your death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. He so Arnold. You know how when the a cop way goes undercover, they have to death. fake their death first. <laughs> All right. So already in the opening in the opening moments of this film, in the opening 20 minutes of this film, Fuck. we see uh, the schlubbiest hit squad uh, erase yeah. a log cabin full of other schlubby 80s dudes from existence. Yes. Then we see Arnold in a pickup truck chase through a lumber mill with a guy a guy uh, on a motorcycle just driving across the the stacks of logs and like doing right. sick jumps and stuff. And then he and sets again, the he road on fire. To sets catch the him. road on fire. Then and the he, guy's like, ah, and falls. Then he comes home and fights with his wife, who throws a cake, a shit cake at him. The cake yeah. says shit. She throws yeah. it at him because she's so pissed at him for losing his job and and making them live this 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 she hates boring life. Here. Yeah. And then Darren McGavin brings him into the fold, and then we see him fake his death, which is he drives out. <laughs> he drives. He he puts in a call. He's the sheriff, so he puts in a call like there's a disturbance at the old gasoline plant. Um, so he drives out to these two gigantic gasoline takers and blows them the Christ up with his car. There. With his car in there. And no body. He so doesn't stick like a body, body in there. But had he done that, I would not have been surprised. No. Just the sheer number of offers this movie makes you in the, in its first 20 minutes. We learn slowly he is a sociopath. Yeah. The the things he's willing to do while undercover are ghastly. <laughs> um, like, you think that's going to be a conflict? Like, spoilers. He is about to shoot a cop while undercover and only stops because he recognizes he the cop. only stops because it's Darren McGavin. Yeah. He is absolutely willing to kill a cop. That's, that's what you mean when you were saying this is like far right. It's like, yeah, but there's also like he's going to kill a cop. Like it's, it's like he's just committed to – he's just a maniac. Um, and so, okay. So, yeah, he blows up a chemical plant or something, which is – Really inconvenient way to fake your death. Uh, really costly. And again, t- I don't think you need to fake your death to go undercover. It never comes into play. Right. Like, couldn't he just go on leave or something? Couldn't he? Yeah. Couldn't he tell his wife, I have a job. It might be good for us. I'm going to go do this job. Um, he just fakes. Why would he do that? Why would he do that? He's going to get in so much trouble. His wife, at one point, he's like, man, I should probably call my wife. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, your wife had a funeral for you already. Right. She thinks you exploded. Yeah, for no reason. And she already no wasn't doing well. It. They. Yes, she really wasn't yeah. doing well. <laughs> She's day at, drinking and making cakes that say shit on top. S- spoiler, at the very end of this film, he reveals that she's pregnant and he's going to be a father and she's going to be a mother. And I was like, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> like, you both are extremely toxic individuals. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like you have some issues to work out with each other. Yeah. So he fakes his death. Again, just so he can go undercover. I can't stress he that He fakes enough. his death by, like, crippling the community. He blows yeah. up this uh, fuel depot. It's, whatever the actual term for it is he yeah. blows up two giant gas tanks why would you do that why would you do that because you're out of your mind so because you've so, been given a raw deal Dave. yeah i guess so then he goes undercover which is just slick back his hair 
Right. He he's a giant his hair Austrian and puts on man. A suit. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like Frankenstein on vacation. <laughs> he's the worst person to go undercover. Why would you pick him? Yeah. Um, he can't go undercover anywhere. He really can't. Um, he he meets a new love he interest. He's instantly the most memorable person in any situation. Yeah, exactly. No matter where he is, it yeah. doesn't it doesn't matter if if you're not in the criminal underworld at all. At all, if you just spotted him at Lowe's, you'd go home and be like, "I saw this huge motherfucker at Lowe's." Yeah, exactly. Oh man. So yeah, he starts doing jobs for the bad guy, right? Um, well, he starts he like, doing things to get the bad guy's attention so that they will right. hire him. Right. And then they do. The the um, bad guy being... Well, one of the bad guys is... Uh, what's uh, Soza, I think? The, he's the big, that the, guy. The big Coke Baron from Scarface. Yeah, he's he's the guy who plays bad guy in everything. And Well, the, well his underling is Robert Davey, who you might be thinking of. The agent. Johnson yeah, yeah, you're right. Hard. You're right. I'm thinking of Robert Davy. Yeah. is the that guy in yeah. everything. His his hitman is Robert Davy, and Robert Davy's immediately like, I think this guy's a fucking cop, and they're like, Robert Davy, you don't know what you're talking about, and I'm like, he kind of does. So I'm sorry, I need to derail for a second. I clicked on Robert Davy's name on Wikipedia, uh-huh. and the photo, the first photo they give, like besides his like profile picture, mm-hmm. is a picture of him. With Michael Shannon and Stephen Dorff. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, look <laughs> at like, that. What did those guys talk about? <laughs> yes. Oh, I want a what seat at that doing? table. I want a what seat at do- that table. <laughs> what are they doing together? Who put them together? Um, anyway, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger undercover. Uh, they go to a, I know they, they go to a drag bar, bar named Kinks, which I got to say for a movie in 1986... Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it went pretty good. Like, it's like it's like the scene in um that Simpsons episode when it's the future and yeah uh, yeah where he's like where I must have like, seen yeah. that movie twice twice yes that that, that wasn't, wasn't that so bad, bad. <laughs> yeah yeah that's what this was because it's a it's a gay drag bar and it was like oh fuck yeah and it's eighty uh, six or like shit and yeah exactly and, and this is you the know most what? like conservative movie right they did it okay yeah there weren't real I, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like the type of place Daniel Craig would hang out, apparently. And um, you read that news? I did. You, yeah. You, you hear this? You hear about this? You hear this? You, you heard about this? this? You seen um, this raw deal? You heard about yeah. this raw deal? But yeah, uh, it, it what it goes okay. Like it's not bad. Yeah, it does not make the movie unwatchable. Yeah, yeah, it does not. Um, although, you know what made this movie un- technically unwatchable? It's very foggy. I loved it actually. That suburban brothel was a very foggy scene. Yeah. The uh, the golf scene. It was a very foggy movie. And yeah. It's I don't a dope know. That film. made me. Yeah. 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 Um, There's also a continuity era, error. Did you notice when he's smoking a cigar and talking to that lady at like the on the street? Mm-hmm. In one of the over the shoulder shots, he takes a big puff and blows out smoke. And as he's blowing out smoke, they cut back to him, and he is not doing that. Um, nope i didn't notice that dave yeah so he's yeah he's like hitting on this lady he's undercover he's doing uh uh work for the bad guys mm-hmm. um he uh partakes in an assassination attempt or no sorry an assassination 
They what happens is they need to kill this guy, right? They also need to get back the drugs that the cops. Yeah, so it's like they're at war. It's it's almost like a fistful of dollars. It's like the well, because he well he doesn't actually play the other side, so it's not at all. But he he's with this one gang of bad guys, and they're at war with another gang of bad guys, uh, and also a bunch of these bad guys, uh, dope and money was seized by the cops. So they have to both assassinate this rival gang leader and infiltrate a police station to steal back their money and drugs. Right. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, the undercover agent is like, yeah, I have no problem helping out with all this. Um, yeah, I can participate in that assassination. Yeah. Oh, did we skip over the department store brawl? I don't think it matters. I mean, yeah, he fights a bunch of dudes in a department store. Uh, he fights a bunch of dudes in an alley, one of which is uh, returning, returning, uh, all-star uh, Hall of Fame returning random thug Thomas Rosales Jr. Did you mm-hmm. notice? No, I didn't. He's one of the thugs that jumps him in the alley. <laughs> There's a lot of, for an action movie, this is actually a, it's dull until it suddenly isn't. <laughs> it's it's about, it's, um, it's almost like um. It's almost like a horror movie. It's like every 10 to 12 minutes, like clockwork, there's either a fight scene or a shootout. Yes. (laughs) It's incredible. But it's mostly like, it's just wild the things he's committing to while undercover. So they put, they decide to, they put a bomb in a vending machine. At the police station. Yeah. Yes. And so they show that... um, it like okay we the bombs are a threat the fbi describes it as maybe it's some half-assed pro-life person and i was like oh wow you had that problem then too huh again like it's a weirdly conservative film but then has little things like that mm-hmm. where i'm like i don't know your politics movie um yeah it's conservative on it, crime. It, it has a very hard line message of we treat criminals too soft we're punishing the cops yes. and not the criminals like that's its thesis yeah so because then they they do a bomb threat and yeah they they, they plant the bomb in the vending machine so that their subsequent bomb threat to clear out the station will be taken seriously they do an oceans 11 yes where they come in as the bomb uh as the bomb squad and Mm -hmm. they actually rob them meanwhile they're waiting for a guy to get out uh so they can assassinate it's yeah the rival crime boss who is uh the hammer lemansky yes they almost assassinate him in a public place, but there's too many people. It's, it's as he's leaving a synagogue. Yes, <laughs> it's not it is. just a public place. Like they're parked. It's kind of a funny line because they're right. Parked he across says the street. like it's might be a Jewish holiday. Yeah, they have him teamed up with Robert Davy, who's like the the main hitman. And like every time he every chance he gets, Arnold is just dunking on him. So in this yeah. scene, they're like parked across the street and Robert Davies like, all right, we just got to assassinate him. But there's like a hundred people around him. And Arnold's like, yeah. do you own a calendar? It might be a Jewish holiday. Yeah. <laughs> like he just can't resist fucking shoving this dude's dick in the dirt. <laughs> he really can't. He is terrible at undercover. And I, what I mean is that, well, I, I, you know what? We'll get to that in the next section. But like, he's not, yeah, he's not, he's not playing it cool. Um, no, he's not. The first thing he does to get the mobster's attention, the first thing he does when he goes undercover, if you recall, is he goes to one of their gambling spots, beats the shit out of everybody there uh, after revealing that the game is rigged, like they're using a magnet yes, on, the, yeah. on the craps table, uh, beats the shit out of everybody there, then leaves, gets a tow truck, drives it through the building. <laughs> With right, a huge like, smile on his face. It's like it's like 
it's like the stereotype where it's like, oh, if he pulls your pigtails, that means he likes you. But in this case, it's if he drives a truck into your establishment. Like, I don't know why he thought this was him courting the bad guys. He wants to get like, their attention is, and show yes. them that he's like for real. Right. But like, if, that's the kind of getting their attention that makes them just kill him. Like that's that's the wrong kind of attention. Well, he's trying to he's trying to show them that their muscle is weak and that he can add to it because right. he gives back everything he steals. He's basically clowning Robert Davies that they'll hire him right. instead. Right. But yeah, yeah, he drives a tow truck through the front of this building with they keep cutting to him driving like in the cab, and he has the goofiest boyish yeah. smile on his face. Like, yeah, this is really fun. Yeah, but like I've he's never driven a to- truck before. I, I would have him pay for the damages, you know, if he was like, I want to work for you. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, they might. You work off, you work off the damages, asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, he's an undercover cop in the backseat about to commit, like, an assassination in front of a synagogue. And I thought, like, oh, him, him he sort of encourages them, like, no, let's not do it here. So I thought this was going to be the thing where the cop is trying to save a life, you know? Right, because we see him do it earlier in the drag bar. Yeah. Like Robert Davy was going to cut the guy or stab the guy that And he throws money. ink in his face. Right, and, like, and instead Arnold roughs like. him up a little bit and th- yeah, throws makeup yeah. on his face. And it's like, this but, is what you'll look like. So you think that's the game, and instead they, they absolutely assassinate this man on the docks playing chicken and shooting at each other out of the car. It is the worst assassination I've ever it's, seen. There's a couple of moments in this film that I really appreciate. Uh, wherein people just fucking crash into things and it's a huge yeah. problem. Like they treat, yes. unlike most <laughs> movies, this unlike most action movies, particularly the era, this movie treats crashing your car like the serious problem that it is. Yeah. It's like they get into chicken with this with uh, Lemansky, the other crime boss, and he swerves around them and his driver drives straight towards a tractor trailer and says like, keep your head down. And then they all duck and it rips the car in half and they drive straight through the back of the building and into a piece of uh, earth moving machinery and the car just explodes. Yes. Like they just like his driver just, they don't even assassinate Lemansky. His driver kills him. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't do shit. Again, worst assassination. And then it starts later- with them with a sniper rifle, like careful now, and it ends with them playing fucking playing chicken with cars. And the, yeah, and the and Lemansky's dumbass driver is like, watch, hold on, I'm gonna do something cool, and then just kills yeah. them all. Yeah. And later on, <laughs> Arnold goes to this quarry where a bunch of the bad guys are to kill them all, and mm. he does the same thing where he just crashes into something and knocks himself out. Briefly. Yes. Yes, he does. And it's yeah. a real problem because they almost crush him to death between two cars. <laughs> We're getting to that because what happens is basically he's a terrible undercover cop. Yeah. Um. Uh. Bob. Bob. Bobby Davy. Um. He. Uh. He figures it out. Um. But at the same time, Arnold Schwarzenegger is brought to a a funeral, and they're like, "We need you to shoot this cop." And as I already said, like he's like, "Oh yeah, no problem with that." Uh, lines up his shot. <laughs> uh gonna sh- just murder a cop while undercover i'm pretty sure you can't use the excuse later like i was undercover they'd be like you shot a cop he maybe a not family. for murder yeah <laughs> but um but until this point i thought like oh okay so he's he's cleaning up crime he's yes he's killing people while undercover in cold br- blood but they're criminals and then they're like we need you to shoot a cop and he's like yeah i can do that 
<laughs> and it was like, oh, okay. So he's just killing anybody. Uh, he lines up his shot, realizes he knows him, and that's the thing that he he says to Harry later. He's like, I didn't know it was you. And it's like, oh, so you would have, if it was a stranger, you would have shot that cop. Yeah, you would have just blown this dude away, huh? Yeah. So he shoots all the people with him. He basically blows his cover, and his cover is blown for him at the same time. Yeah. Um, and so he's a bad undercover cop. So what does he do? He goes on a rampage. Yeah, he just goes on a rampage and kills the rest of the bad guys. Yeah. He just says, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. I don't even know why he was doing any of this in the first place. Like, the point of being undercover, right, is to catch the bad guy in the act, right? Yeah. Is to is to get evidence so you can put him in jail. And instead, he says, you know what's easier? If I just murder all if, of them. If I just kill them all. And it was like, oh, so this is why you were suspended. Like, you're, he's not going to get out of this a hero. Like, they're just going to super put him in jail, right? Like, the FBI and whatnot, they're just going to, like, he's just going to, I don't know, get punished, but whatever. Uh, he puts on the song Satisfaction, breaks <laughs> yeah. his windshield. Um, Tries shows through up, this quarry just shooting people. Yeah. He gets too many guns, in my opinion, from, like, his hotel or whatever he gets so many guns you you know what it's better to have the gun and not need it dave yeah he yeah and then he just starts shooting people from his car like a lazy ass yeah just and he gets he'll get to the end of the quarry and turn around and drive back through it (laughs) to shoot them (laughs) some more again a rampage like just a rampage um and then at some point he crashes headlong into a steam shovel and knocks yeah into the a fucking loader and like and then they carry him around and then he's, he gets out of all that, and I love the hard cut to the news anchor going, it's not exactly clear what happened here. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it wouldn't be. Yeah. Um, that's when he starts, he turns into the Terminator, literally right. changes his outfit. Yeah. Uh, and then it's like a horror movie. They just show all the villains in their... Like their their swanky lair at it their be, bar, it, it becomes John Wick, like because yeah. they're all terrified of him now. They're like, he's coming here, shit! Yeah. And he's in the security footage. Then he like slides through the vents like a squirrel. They, uh, well, comes out, they like, treat it like aliens for a <laughs> yes, second. They like he do. comes down in the elevator, uh, and and he's not in the elevator. Like, oh shit, where'd he go? And then they hear him moving around in the vent, and they're all terrified. Yes, <laughs> they hear him moving around in the vent. It's just a horror film. He's just <laughs> wiggling around in the vents. And then they don't even put up a fight, really. No, he, he just kills them all And he kills easily. them all to the point that the main bad guy, the bad guy we've been watching the whole time, <laughs> calls the cops. Yeah, he says, somebody call the he's cops. He's screaming to call the police, which again <laughs> ties it back to the movie's central thesis. I know. But Arnold shoots him seven times in the back with a pump shotgun as As he's he's running running away, (laughs) screaming for someone to call the police to save him. That is literally how it happened. He would have easily, easily given up. Of course, the idea is like, oh, he'll get, you know, court. They won't prosecute him. It's like, yeah, that's why you were going undercover, dipshit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was the point is to get evidence so that they can prosecute him and then you blew your cover and just killed them all and guess who's going to go to jail you asshole um they, they, yeah they literally like somebody called the cops 
Arnold, uh, there's the final guy who. What was that guy's deal? He was the informant. He was like the the. Oh, it's he's like the special prosecutor. Yeah, uh, who's, Arnold who's, to him. who's played by um, Frank Fontana from Murphy Brown. Yes, he says because of you, a lot of people are dead. And it's like motherfucker, because of you, a lot of people. Because are of dead. you, hundreds of people are dead. Yeah. We've seen you kill them. Then he hands him a gun and says, now it's your turn, and basically tells him to blow his own brains out. Uh, instead, he turns the cop on Arnold, who just shoots him. Yeah. He is a bad cop. Yep. <laughs> then we see Frank having to learn to walk again, um, because did Arnold fire that shot <laughs> that crippled Frank? Uh, his name, that guy's name is Harry. Harry, sorry, Harry, I don't Harry. know why I said. Uh, you said Frank is the 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 actor who plays the uh, special prosecutor. I'm Got not sure it. the actor's name, but he played a character named Frank but, yeah. Fontana on Harry. Brown. Did did he kill Harry, or did uh, he cripple Harry? No, with that? Robert Robert okay. Davy and his guys shot Harry. Got it. And so it ends on him teaching him to walk again, and his encouragement is revealing that his wife is pregnant, and they're going to be parents. And it was like we literally just saw you kill a man in cold blood while he yelled for the cops and you and shot your him wife in the is back a, yeah and your wife is a nightmare we never fixed any of that mm-hmm. don't have kids what the fuck are you doing and then the movie just ends on that idea they well, hug yeah yeah he's like i want you to be my kid's godfather because you know your son is dead yeah <laughs> so it's what God a film damn it i love this movie what an amazing film. It, yeah, I, it could I almost it. be Commando 2. Yes, almost. It is very close to Commando 2. Yeah. Um, well, uh, let's get into Technically Not Arnold and talk about Arnold the character. Yeah. So, uh, Mark Sheriff Mark Kaminsky uh, slash Joseph P. Brenner. Yep. You can, he doesn't even try. This is what's funny about it. When he's undercover he plays like a smug guy who smokes cigars and when he's his regular cop he plays smug guy who smokes cigars and arnold schwarzenegger is a guy who smokes cigars so it's like they just give him a flannel shirt and they're just like he's he's an all-american austrian bodybuilder he's he's not smug when he's the normal i guess when he's kaminsky he's not smug like he's trying to we see a lot of like he 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 seems to enjoy being a small town sheriff. Like he gets along with his staff; they seem to like him. Um, yeah, he seems to enjoy his job. He tries to talk his wife out of the tree. Like he's 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 making like self deprecating jokes. Like he's and then he has that scene where Darren McGavin is is talking with him, and we learn about what he did to to get him demoted from the FBI. Right, he's they're making him as relatable a guy as they can, which is, I think the first time Arnold's had to try to do that. No, because we talked about commando being a way better job at this. Commando's a way Um, better job of humanizing him. Yeah. This, this movie, like those scenes that I just described are trying to make him a real person. And I think that's the first time. Yeah. He's going home. He's cracking open a beer. Yeah. If we don't count, stay hungry. This is the first Arnold movie where they're trying to convince us he's an actual person. (laughs) Right. But (laughs) the thing is they don't do the, they don't really do the work. So it feels like they're putting like a suit on a bear for most of these scenes where like, and it's not Arnold's fault. I just don't think they gave him the right. And he's, he's trying, like he has, he's, he's, he's struggling with the lines a bit, but like his, his manner is correct. It's just, yeah. 
it's so heavy handed like the 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 bit about like how evil they had to make this straw man that he beat up it's like okay guys yeah exactly and but the fact that they do that and then he just the thing is it's like they're trying to convince us he's a good guy and then they show him almost kill a cop later and it's like so deep do you not want us like is it supposed to be his descent into darkness undercover that might have they been put, the initial idea yeah because they don't portray that at all yeah apparently the original title for this film was three identities or triple identity oh, oh okay i was gonna say what's the three the third uh fbi agent hmm is a better title fbi agent sheriff and then undercover guy sure sure i think yeah the idea of him as an FBI agent is very funny to me as well. Um, it's just... Well, right, because he spends most of the movie as this devil-may-care uh Yeah, he's just criminal, a renegade. Right, who's just maximum chaos and violence all the time. Then that's the idea. It's like, when did they... What was he when they hired him? Like, how did, how did this happen? He lost his fucking mind at some point. So, like... It's I think mostly he's like just getting out like years of pent up frustration and anger and rage over yeah. being uh, fired from the FBI. But for the most part, it just feels like this is Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Like this is the most like I'm just being me and I'm just plowing through the movie. Like, I guess what I'm getting at you is know, I don't think I don't think he cared that much about this movie. No, I, think I don't he- think he's doing that. Like, I'm not I, I'm, I don't think he's doing as much work as he did in the previous films. Well, Commando, I think, Commando, I think, is closer to him just plowing through the movie. Although he seems I to be, I think he enjoyed Commando. He definitely I think he's having fun with that. He one. for sure, yeah, and it comes across, and he's got a good handle of what his character is supposed to be in Commando, and he's doing it well. This one, I think, is more, maybe, was more challenging because he does have those scenes where he's supposed to just say lines and communicate and be a, a, a regular person that he a, a regular earnest human being that he that uh, in some of yeah. these scenes but then also think, he has to be like this criminal slime bag who's just full of here's, full, full of gumption yeah here's what it is he doesn't have that much charisma in this one his actions are are out of control mm-hmm. he does unhinged things in every scene most of it he's undercover so he's playing an asshole undercover yeah and when he's just the small town cop he's just kind of a miserable guy he's Um, very put upon yeah yeah and so there's no point where they really give him um any like he's just like he's he doesn't like you don't you don't care and then at the end they never give him an underdog situation. He just murders everyone. Right. They're just terrified of the of him. Yeah. And correctly so, because he easily kills them all. Yeah. Um, and again, he literally turns into the Terminator at the end. He changes his hair, puts on a leather jacket, gets a shotgun, and just plows forward. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, so yeah, we don't... Yeah, we don't care. We, there's no stakes here. I, I do like the movie because it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's, but, it's 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 goofy, incredible fun, and I love it. Yeah, but him as a character, um, and again, part of it's like it's funny how the movie this reminded me of a lot was True Lies because it involves the going undercover, uh, playing kind of a smug guy. Right, and you but look his at, his character in that film is consistent. 
Exactly. And he has charisma. Mm -hmm. They do stuff where they have his wife get involved. And then you have those moments uh, that gives him, you know, when he's getting tortured and he's taking Mm -hmm. the truth. And even like during his action sequences in True Lies, he's consistent to himself. Like, you know what he's going to do because we know what his character is. In in this movie, Raw Deal, we don't know what the fuck he's going to do on a scene by scene basis. He's a fucking wild card. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just the they add all these character things, the undercover, the wife, um, his relationship with Harry, and they don't really do anything with any of them. No, uh, not really. Nothing interesting. And so it's like, it's in that way, it's like, why do any of it? Like Commando got it right in that regard where they're like, he loves his daughter. We have one scene. Look, he loves his daughter. Guess what? They kidnapped his daughter. <laughs> now we'll spend the whole movie on going on Rampage. Yeah. Yeah. It's all we needed. It's yeah. all we needed to know that they had made the biggest mistake of their lives. Yeah. And this one, it's less clear what he wants in any given scene. Yes. His decision to just go on a rampage at the end, I was like, huh, all right. Because it just feels like he blew his cover, got frustrated, and thought, I'll just kill them all. Uh, and that's what he does. <laughs> It'd be way easier if I just killed them all. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's 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 not a bad performance. It's more about how his character was written. Yeah. Than how he's doing it cuz he's doing what he can. Yeah. But I that's why I mean is like I feel like he's actually he doesn't give as much of a shit in this movie. Um he's he's not I I feel like most scenes he, it feels like he's just breezing through them. Um which is weird cuz it's early in his career, so you'd think he'd you know, it would matter. Yeah, but no, like, it's if yeah, I think maybe the inconsistency, maybe he that would be hard to pull off. So I don't know. Maybe he's just doing the best he can. It's like I, I'm not clear why I'm doing any of this, but let's just do it. Right. So. What it comes down to is there's this movie is bonkers, but there's a reason we don't remember it, right? Like there's a reason we never watched it. People don't talk about it. Yeah, uh, it's not as it's not as it's not as good as Commando. It's not as uh, it doesn't successfully do what Commando does. Yeah, it's the same uh, spirit, but it doesn't quite it doesn't nail it the way that Commando did. No, he has very little puns. He all, he says almost none. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, that's that's your that's a mistake. Yeah. Um, let's get into definitely not Arnold. This is the best side characters. Um, again, the, the, the assassins that all dress like the mayor from Jaws, they're, like they're all in weird tacky suits. Yeah, they all look like seventies gamblers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Harry's son, that's Harry's son, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Harry, yeah. Darren McGann the, is the, Harry. Yeah. The line that they say when he dies is his birthday was in two weeks and this they is an say adult it, man. Yes. They say it like... <laughs> It's so funny. Right, they're it's, saying it like, like he 40. was six. <laughs> like, well, there's, they're saying it like only two days to retirement. Yeah. Like that's how I read it. And it was like, what, what does his birthday have to do? His birthday was soon. Like people, what does that mean? Why is that significant? Let's like, yeah, it's, is he turning, is he turning double digits? Like what? Yeah. Why are we acting like he, he, we, this is a little boy who, so, I don't know. It's very strange. It's very strange. His birthday. Um, like, not he was getting married in two weeks. Yeah. His birthday, his birthday. in two weeks. Like, One fucking of the many what? Birthdays I forget he has. my birthday. Yeah. 
That's what I wrote. It's like, I don't think he even knew his birthday was right, coming Right, he up, probably, probably didn't know his birthday was in two weeks. <laughs> two weeks! That's not even like his birthday was today. Yeah. It's like, no, two weeks? That's not even that, that close. Jesus. Um, I want to talk about the fake cop. Yeah, the fake cop apparently... is just driving around pulling people over to, to hustle him. He's like, hey, if you give me 50 bucks, I won't write you a ticket. Right. Not a bad hustle. Not a bad... If you do like three of those a day, uh, you're making good money, but it's a it's a complicated hustle. It's a bold hustle. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it really you're going to get caught. Yeah. Um, but I think... And this is my favorite scene of the whole movie, is Amy, his wife. Uh, he goes <laughs> He goes home... And yep. she is getting good and day drunk. Yeah, and she is a cake. thoroughly in her cups baking a cake. Yep. He says, "Are we having a party?" <laughs> and it turns out that she didn't make dinner. She's just making a cake that says "shit" on it. Yep, she wrote <laughs> "shit" on the top, and then she throws it at his head, yep. and it explodes on a cabinet. Yep, and he says, "You should not drink and bake." <laughs> <laughs> yep. She also has a great line where. Um, uh, she says something like, we're going to be here getting fat. And he's like, we're not fat. And she goes, you think because we're in shape doesn't mean we're already fat. We're not already fat. And it's her talking about the idea of like, yeah, we're like cattle sitting here. She hates this town. She hates it. Mm-hmm. So she's just getting really day drunk. And again, just baked a cake and got drunk. And that was her day. Yeah. And then her her husband explodes, for all she knows. Yeah, for all she knows, her husband investigates a, a mysterious gasoline robbery and explodes. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you notice that the cop was the... Uh, is it the cop? The, the, the guy in the X-Files episode, Space, is in Yeah, this. it's Ed Louder, yeah. The cop yeah, yeah, yeah. is Ed Louder. He says, what's the P stand for? Pussy. <laughs> I forgot about that line. Yeah, what the fuck line. does that mean? Yeah, like he he yeah he corners him. Like Arnold gets jumped in the alley by Thomas Rosales Jr. <laughs> yep, uh, and the thugs run off when Ed Lauder pulls up and he he gasps Arnold for his ID and he hands it to him and he's like Joseph P. Brenner. Yes, what does the P stand for? And there's Pussy. there's a pause. <laughs> like yeah. Arnold, you see him think about it. Yeah, like he pulls the word and he says Pussy. Pussy. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know, man. What are you trying? What message are you trying to convey right there? Yeah. Great middle name, though. Joseph Pussy Brenner. <laughs> uh, and then there's, of course, the villain um, eating his cottage cheese and drinking his day milk. Hell yeah. Uh, the that, one thing that guy's I, shits must be fascinating. Yes. The one thing I want to say about him is he is living the life I want to live. Um, and I don't mean like the crime life. Every time we see him every everywhere he is i want to live he has this beautiful office with like a slanted window ceiling and it's like god that's so nice it's pretty dope, beautiful yeah. view um his home his library is fucking great his the bar he hangs out with is cool like no wonder this guy's doing crime he's having a great time yeah everything is coming up aces for this guy yeah until it doesn't until it super doesn't yep I like his uh, his uh, his second in, in in command is Paul Shinar, who is uh, Sosa from Scarface. Yeah, uh, and he is perpetually frustrated, which I really like. He really conveys yeah. middle management. 
Yeah, he does. Super, super. He's do just that. like yeah. he's just perpetually frustrated with the off-the-cuff bonkers decisions that his crime boss uh, uh, yeah. employer makes. Like when he's like, "We got to break into the police station." He's like, "Are you fucking nuts?" Yeah. He's like, "Fuck." Okay, I guess. <sighs> all right, I guess we do it. <laughs> Doesn't seem smart, but all right. Um, we haven't talked about the love interest that isn't the wife who hangs out with just shitty guys. Um, who he uh, rejects because he's married. And yeah, so this is a weird. She takes off her dress. This is a throws it at him. Yeah, yeah. He takes her out to dinner, and she thinks they're gonna smooch, and he's like, "No, I cannot smooch." And then she gets mad, um, yeah. and takes off her dress that he stole for her uh, in the yeah. middle of this restaurant and leaves. Uh, this whole plot thread with this character is so bizarre because it's clear I- that some version of this had her as the romantic interest, and that they would get together. But because we introduce uh, the fact that Arnold has a wife. Uh, even though the only scene we see her in, she's a nightmare. Right. Um, they still don't want to have him screw around on his wife. So they're like, it becomes this very awkward uh, series of scenes between them where he's like, no, I want you as a friend. I care about you, but I have my wife. You know, it's, it's uh, so he like helps her get out of the life, which is nice, but it's like, it's, it's very strange. Yeah it's it yeah it's just yeah i don't know it's it's this and uh, furthermore the character doesn't have any impact on the story not at all you can you can lift her could remove her from the movie yeah yeah um yeah it's really weird i do like her line to um to uh robert davy that who plays max she says the only way you'll lie down next to me max is if we both got ran over by the same car yeah that's pretty dope <laughs> that's, like, that's great yeah max um, max uh robert davy has this through line where he's really trying to fuck this lady yeah <laughs> and he's just being just not maximum out. creep about it yeah um so i i want to note something before we get into the next section because i just read this is this interesting schwarzenegger did this film because he was under contract with the producer um, and yeah, he did Dino it, De Laurentiis, who had done yeah, Conan he, and stuff. He did it in exchange for dissolving the agreement. Um, so that's that kind of explains why he might have been a little luke, lukewarm on this. Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah. F- funny side note: uh, the he was the producer was making this so he could get some cash for another project. Uh, he went bankrupt and had to so- sell the rights to that project which was called Total Recall. Uh, and then Schwarzenegger swooped in and got to be in that. So uh, that's that's interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that kind of explains maybe Sounds why Sounds like Dino De Laurentiis got a raw deal. <laughs> he did, mm-hmm. Tom. That's... Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that explains it, I think, a little bit, is that yeah. this was Arnold being like, all right, I'll do this film, and then we're done. Yeah, this is Prince putting out a greatest hits album and, and drawing a writing slave on his cheek. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's like, fine, this is the last <laughs> record you get. <laughs> yeah. So let's get into the most Arnold. What is the most Arnold moment? When he drives a tow truck through a building with a huge smile on his face. That is pretty Arnold. I cannot I actually, overstate this moment. It is. I just thought of a moment that we haven't talked about that I actually think is going to be my pick Uh it's the sequence where he's drunk 
and he's oh. giggly and he, he's very Hercules in New York. And then a great moment where he passes out and slams his head. <laughs> he, he really falls. does. It, yeah. it, it cracks against the headboard. Yeah, that was great. She should have checked if he was breathing. Yeah. The the only reason I wouldn't include that is because I think he's he's playing possum because later on uh, she's she's reporting back. To yeah, the, he is. He gets up. Yeah, he gets um, up and likes because she, she's but she's honestly that supposed to spy on him. But, but that whole becomes complete. Yeah. But that from beginning to end felt, felt like true lies, like pretending to be a drunk guy. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just it felt very Arnold is the point. It's um, like the only time one of the only times in the movie that we <laughs> that they actually do anything with the idea that he's supposed to be undercover yes and it's the only time he's like being more the most likable yeah he's being um, funny he's just like giggly and drunk yeah so i i'm gonna pick that but yes him driving the truck into that building is and possibly yeah. uh, just putting on satisfaction and driving through a quarry, shooting people, getting to the end of the quarry, and then turning around and driving back <laughs> through it to shoot I, more people. I would argue that's not like Arnold, because Arnold usually does the legwork. That's true. He um, usually gets out of the car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was like, that felt like Arnold Schwarzenegger was like, all right, I'll do this sequence, but I don't want to get out of the car. And they're like, all right, we'll make it work. Okay, yeah, I'm going to stick with my t- just just gleefully driving this tow truck. Like, he's yeah. genuinely enjoying himself driving this tow truck. He, he really is. <laughs> like, um, he did not expect it to be this much fun when he hatched this plan. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, I should do this every time. I should drive around more, t- uh, more often when I kill people. Uh, that brings us to our, our rating. Which is, um, you know, you all know our rating system. It's between um, uh, 40 and 60 shit cakes. How mm-hmm. many would you give this? I would probably give this, on a scale of 40 to, sh- to 60 shit cakes. Um, sh- 60, I almost said. 60? 60. I would give it 60 shit cakes. 60, really? Yeah. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna have to give it about 55 55 shit cakes. Shit cakes. All right, yeah, because I do think this has great stuff in it. But as I already said, like, there's a reason I, I think this isn't a classic classic. Right. It's not one of the essential Arnold movies like Commando yeah. or, or The Running Man. I would say if it's more like, here's what I'll say. If you're a fan of Arnold Schwarzenegger specifically, you honestly probably don't have to watch this movie. If you're a fan of batshit 80s action absolutely watch this movie that's more what it is but yeah, like schwarzenegger I, himself i recognize that those two fandoms have a huge overlap yes they do so. obviously yes but like schwarzenegger himself you could lift him out of this and put sylvester stallone you know yeah you could sure. put you could put uh, like he doesn't get to do nearly as much um and i think reviews of the time were specifically comparing this to cobra which yeah, I come can out see that around the same time. Yeah, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. I certainly don't regret watching this. No, it was a, this movie was a madness. fucking delight. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would say it's a little slow at times, but that's okay. Like, well, as, as soon movie, as it as soon as it starts to feel slow, a fucking car drives in, or somebody yes. starts shooting. People try to jump them. Something happens. Yes, that's true. And again, from the director of 1981's Ghost Story. So that's something. Yeah, put put Arnold in Ghost Story. Can you imagine? 
Oh, I can't imagine. That's what we need. She's fucking dead. <laughs> uh, oh, don't go in there. She's a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is that it? Is that the episode? Did we? I do think the that's it. I think we have completed the episode. Hey, Norm from Cheers. Thank you so much. Uh, always a delight. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Because of course it is. Giving us an excuse to do this. What's the next Arnold thing we're going to watch, do you suppose? <sighs> Probably The Running Man, right? Yeah. I don't I don't have his uh I don't have all his movies in front of me. All right, let's um, see. Let's see. This is 86. I feel like Running Man is 87. Um, um Arnold right, I'm going to type on, in filmography. Arnold. I, I, I went on stupid Wikipedia, which is a problem because I'm seeing all this stuff about like politics and shit that who gives a fuck. All right. Predator um, and the Running Man are 87. Oh, yeah. All right. So, oh, and Red Heat's still ahead of us. So, yeah, technically, I think Predator is next. The Running Man, we're going to have to start making decisions. We got to figure out how many of these podcasts we're doing because um, we don't want to like we don't want it to be too heavy on the front end. You know what I mean? And then suddenly we don't have time to watch, uh, you know, Jingle Terminator all the way Genesis and, and Batman and Robin. And yeah, 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 yeah. We gotta, we gotta make sure we have this, you know, spread out nicely. It's just these are so delicious. It's right. such a it, delicious meaty pile of films in this. It, it would be part. weird to in to. It would be weird to not include Predator and the Running Man. Yeah, because those Predator are those are two essential like, Arnold movies. Yeah. We might have to skip Red Heat. We could probably skip Red Heat. Yeah, because then we get it, we gotta include Twins. Because then it gets into Twins and Total Recall and Kindergarten Cop and Terminator Two. Holy yeah. fuck! Yeah, it's that's a string of hits. That's a hit yeah. parade. It really is. <laughs> Last Action Hero, True Lies. Then there's that cluster. Junior, fuck. <laughs> Junior's pretty bad. Yeah, and Junior, and then Eraser, and things just get better and better after that. Yeah, they, that's yep. Yeah, it only yeah, goes then. up after that. <laughs> it's it's getting real dark. Yeah. I want us to, for have like uh, we got to pick and choose. I would love to do the film Maggie because that's actually one where Arnold Schwarzenegger acts, mm -hmm. and like that's an interesting concept, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. That is one of that is probably the only Arnold Schwarzenegger movie I've seen where he has a fight scene and he struggles where it's like, he's an old man. He's not an action star. And it, it, it's, it's interesting because he's still swole as hell. So it's like, yeah, you could still take that. You could still probably handle it. But, um, it's like the, one of the few films where they're, they're trying to make him like somewhat frail. Yeah. Uh, and emotional. So I don't know. We, we, I feel like we should cover that one. All right. Well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. It's not a beautiful. It's not like a perfect film or anything, but you know, for the sake of this podcast, that seems like an option, right? Yeah. Um. Anywho, what what are we doing? Who who? What's I think it's time for you to tell the tell them about our Patreon, Dave. Oh, you're probably right. Hey, we got a Patreon. Patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. If you go on there, you can uh, spend five dollars a month. For three exclusive podcasts. That's uh, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Motors, a Maniac, and Star Trek The Next Futurama. Uh, you get all those for $5 a month. That's it. We also have other tiers that you can check out as well. 
we watch movies every Friday night. We have a t- we have a tier uh, that that where you can produce produce your own podcast, which is like this one. Yeah, yeah. Well, what you're listening to right now. Uh, we also have a store. Head over to GameFleetUnemployed.com. You can find a link to our Teespring store. Where you can check out uh, original artwork and designs for all of our shows. You can get them printed on uh, T-shirts, masks, mugs, posters, stickers, all kinds of things. So check that out. Yeah, we got a new shirt, although it's not new when you're listening to this. Yeah. Um, Fox Mulder Punching E.T. Yep, just float an absolute haymaker into that, mm. that, that faith-healing raisin man. Oh, beautiful. Right in his face. Right in his stupid face. Right in his hideous face. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> shot in the back. <laughs> E.T. shot in the back. E. 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 Like, e. Call the cops. Phone police. <laughs> he just shoots him in the back. <laughs> just tears him in half with a shotgun. Oh, that's, oh that's yeah. What we need. That's what we need. It's a real raw deal for E.T. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's be done. Bye. Bye. Australia, 